everyone, welcome back. My name is Lynn Wilson and welcome back to Hope for Today. So I wanna bring you some hope. I wanna, no pun intended and you'll see what I mean. I wanna lift you up today. I want you to feel that you can be lifted up as well as maybe it's your turn to lift someone else up. Now I know we've talked about this before about edifying and building each other up and all of that. And um, I read something on Facebook and I'll tell you why I'm coming back. We're gonna kind of come back around to the same idea because I just feel so compelled. I wouldn't say so much convicted because I'm pretty good at being an encourager. I think that's one thing that if you, if you ask me what one of my gifts is, I, I can do that for people. And I purposefully look for things that are going on around that I see somebody doing so I can point out, you know, you've really been serving the Lord in this area and I've really noticed you do this and so on. I really try and do that. Um, don't always, but you know, that's something I really work hard at. So in this time for me, I wouldn't say convicted as much as compelled. You know, when you, oh, you just, it grips you. You ever get something like that, that like it just, it's like that, you know, that you ever have a June bug on you when you're a kid and you go to pull it off and it's stuck to your clothes. That's how intense that this is for me. I don't know if it will be for you, but I have to trust when God usually lays it on my heart, he's got a message to get out there. So I was on somebody's Facebook and uh, well, let me, let me tell you the title first. So it's thinking out of the box. Hmm. Yeah, you, you hear that phrase all the time, right? What's, what's the big deal? We're going to think out of the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different box though. Okay. So I was reading somebody's Facebook and they showed six men lined up holding something up. I want you to listen to this. It takes six to eight men, pallbearers, to lift you up when you are deceased. Imagine what you can accomplish if you had six to eight people lifting you up while you were living. And in the picture, it was somebody, the men, holding up a casket. So if you can just visualize these six to eight men carrying this person that's deceased, and I visualize six to eight of us carrying somebody, lifting them up that is serving the Lord in such a unique and special way, that they need to be ministered to and encouraged and built up and lifted up. It just, I'll tell you, I've read it over and over and over again. It just compelled me so much to think how many times, you know, we give somebody all the praises and during the eulogy and everything else when they're dead. And while they're alive, we never tell them what we think of them, how wonderful they are. We never encourage, we never lift them up. And here even six to eight men to carry and lift you up in that box. So we're gonna think out of the box. We're not in that box yet, we're gonna think out of it. Who is it <clears throat> that God is gonna call you to? Maybe he's already calling you to, that you feel compelled to, that that's your person. In my son's church, they have a, a phrase and they say, pray for the one. The one is one person in your life that maybe isn't saved, that God is telling you to invite to church. So when you leave their church, they always say, pray for the one, pray for the one. So I'm going to snag that um, little cliche phrase they have, and I'm going to ask you, who is your one? 
Who is someone that God is telling you, lift them up? Can you imagine, and I'm going to use somebody like Billy Graham. Billy Graham is, you know, is iconic. Almost, I don't think there's a person, at least in the United States, who wouldn't know, even Christian or non-Christian, who Billy Graham was. Who did he have lifting him up? Emotional support, financial support, spiritual support, encouraging words, kind words. Not that advice. Can I give you a little advice? And by the time that person gets done with you, you're like, uh, I don't know if that was a compliment. I don't know if that was a criticism. It's so easy for us to look at each other and say, you know what, Lynn? When you do that podcast, if you only talked about this, or if you did that podcast and you only spoke this way, or now, not to say there isn't always room for correction and there's always room for growth, absolutely. But so many times, I think we take it upon ourselves to correct, criticize, put down, redirect um, something that someone's doing for the Lord. Is that something the Lord has told you to say, or is that just your opinion? Note to self, keep your opinion to yourself. There are times I've looked at something and went, no way, they should never have done that, said that, did this, that, 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 that. My opinion. If the Lord clearly spoke to me about that, that's a whole different ballgame because then I would have went into that and prayed about that and said, Lord, you really want me to say something, you're going to have to give me the words. You're going to have to create that moment where it's the perfect moment for me to kind of bring that up to somebody. And I need to do it in love and in kindness. And if it was from the Lord, most likely that person would receive it that way. How many times have you served the Lord and somebody has criticized, put down, torn you up in one way or another? Oh, all meaning, well, of course, you know, nobody ever tries to do it in a malicious sort of way. But then again, people have their own agenda as well. We don't need to be doing that, people. Again, I go back to Billy Graham. Who lifted him up? Who carried him through his ministry? Look at the work that this one man had. Was he perfect? No. Did he make mistakes? Absolutely. Did he always speak clearly, precisely, eloquently? Did he always have, you know, his words lined up perfectly. No, he's a human being. He made mistakes. Absolutely. But that's when the Lord takes over. You know, we can speak and stumble over words or get things mixed up and, you know, go back and, oh man, you know what? The person on the other end, if what you're doing to serve the Lord is truly where you feel the Lord has you, the Lord intervenes, the Lord takes over. It's not on your shoulders. Ultimately, it's the job, it's the Lord's job to win hearts and souls to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the Lord's heart, uh, job to speak to your heart and to want to make you grow in Him. He uses us as those tools. He doesn't need us, but He does use us. What would Billy Graham have been like if he didn't have those people lifting him up? Where would his ministry have gone? I wonder. I also wonder, maybe he only had four faithful people lifting him up. But if he had had those eight, where could have his ministry have really gone? 
we'll never know. <clears throat> is God calling you today to speak to one? Is God calling you today to encourage with love and with kindness, financial support, emotional support, spiritual support, prayer? When is the last time that the Lord has laid someone on your heart and you felt compelled to pray for them? I have one particular coworker, I won't say the name, that since we have worked together for many years here at Keswick, the Lord has told me over and over and over, it is your job to lift that person up. I, I don't mean like, hey, great job today. I mean truly look out for them, protect them, respect them, love them, fill their basket with kind words and with good deeds for the day. You know, if you know they like something special, a favorite soda or a favorite snack, it might sound silly. Making sure that you look out for them, that you have those little things for them, and encourage them maybe with a note, send them an email, send them a text, send them a message on Facebook. I mean, there's all kinds of social medias out there. You can do all kinds of things to reach that person. Maybe leave a note on their desk. Maybe remember them in a unique and special way, but praying for them diligently, giving them those kind words, uplifting them. I just feel compelled. I don't know if there's anybody else that I work with that the Lord has laid this person on their heart, but I can tell you that person knows it. And if they were here today, they'd go, yep, because they have sent me thank you notes for the ministry I have in ministering to them. I also have somebody at my church. I feel the same way. I feel very compelled to sort of look after somebody. Like that's my person, that's my one. That's the one person that God has told me at your church, at Grace Gospel Church, that you need to reach out to on the regular through prayer, through words of encouragement, through notes of encouragement, and so on and so forth. I have other people that God will lay on my heart now and again, and that's not to say that that one might shift, but maybe God has somebody else who needs to move in and so on. You don't know the work of God. You don't know what God is doing. You have no clue what God is doing, and God is at work. <clears throat> the next time you are praying, I want you to ask the Lord, Lord, who's my one? Who is it right now, today, that you want me to be one of those six to eight people and lift them up? And same, the same goes that hopefully there's somebody over here praying for you and that the Lord says, that person is who you need to be lifting up. This might be a lifetime commitment to that person. This could be a week commitment, a day, a momentary thing. It doesn't matter, God knows. Be obedient to what God says, and he says to lift people up. I am telling you, when I read that saying, mm. let me go back to that real quick. It takes six to eight men, all pearl bearers, to lift you up when you are deceased. Just picture that lifting up as they carry the box. We're thinking out of the box, remember? They're lifting this box. Imagine what you can accomplish if you had, you, yourself, had six to eight people lifting you up while you were living, what could you and I do with that power behind us? You know on a day where somebody has just encouraged you and you, you just sit here like, you know, how do you not sit up straight? How do you not smile? 
How do you not just look and it could be pouring rain, but all you see is sunshine and a beautiful blue sky out there because you've been so lifted up. You've been so encouraged by another brother or sister in Christ that your, your spirit is just soaring. You want to you wanna do something. What if you had eight of those things happen in one day, all day, every day, and you were being lifted up all the time? I got, I got so many, th I got goosebumps personally thinking about this. God's called you to do something today, and he's called eight people to lift you up. The power behind that lifting up would be amazing. And just think, you might not be the one doing the work, but you're going to be that person who's right behind them doing the work. And you're going to be just as rewarded for that person that got saved, or that person's heart that just got transformed for, from who knows what. We don't know what God is doing, but it is our job to serve and to want to do this and to be available for whatever the Lord lays on our hearts. All right, yes, scripture, of course. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you were doing. Are you doing it? Are you building up? Do you have your one? Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up and that fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And in Philippians 2.4, let each of you look not only to his own interest, but to the interest of others. It's not about me. It's about us. It's not about me. It's about the work of the Lord. It's not about me. It's about eternity. I'm going to leave you with these thoughts, and I'm going to leave you with these verses, and I'm going to leave you with this task and challenge today. Who is the one that God is asking you to lift up? I would love for you to leave me a comment and connect with me somehow and let me know what God has been doing in your life. Who does he want you to encourage? Do you feel compelled? Can you almost taste it? Are you getting goosebumps like me? I would love for you to let me know. And may the Lord bless you in your endeavors and whatever he's asked you to do and where he's asked you to serve. Thanks so much for coming over today.